Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the latest episode of the Roll Stable Podcast. Have a great episode lined up. I think we have a guest that you're really going to enjoy hearing from. Uh, but first, let's take a quick look around what's happening at UCM. We spoke last week with Jenny's track and field student-athlete Alicia Straws about uh, the MIAA championship. Jenny's came out with the team title. Alicia took second place in the shot put, so congratulations to her. Uh, it's their ninth team trophy in team history, uh, first since 2014-15. Central Missouri Mules track, they also performed well at the conference meet, finishing fourth and three points behind third place. Track and field now getting set for the NCAA championships. It's going to be the first NCAA track championship since the outdoor season of 2019, if you can believe it. Um, that's because they were all set to go for indoors last year, 2020. That got canceled, I think it was the day before the meet was supposed to start. As of recording this, Jenny's Basketball uh, getting set for their first MIAA tournament game. Uh, this is going to be posted following the tournament, so we'll have the uh, results already known once this goes live, actually. Uh, and we'll be getting set for the regional tournament. That'll be going uh, next weekend, March 12th through the 15th. Uh, you can get tickets now. Jenny's are going to host whether they are in it or not. In addition to track and field, we still have a bunch of other sports going on right now. Baseball, softball just getting underway. Uh, even spring sports, volleyball and soccer are playing right now. Uh, golf is going on. Wrestling just finished up. Bowling is still playing at this time. So there's a whole lot of sports happening at UCM right now. Keep up to date with all of it at UCMAthletics.com as well as on our mobile app and all of our social media pages. That's going to take us to today's guest, one of the few student-athletes not currently uh, in a season right now. Quarterback of the Mules football team from Hoffman Estates, Illinois, Kyle Bradley. Kyle, man, welcome to the show. What's going on? Thank you. It's uh, good to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Um, you know, there's a lot of crazy things going on in the world, but I'm just blessed to be here. And thanks for the opportunity to, uh, you know, let me get on this podcast and talk, for, to, talk to you. So Yeah, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I know how busy you guys can get, whether it's in season or out of season. Um, Things, like you said, different for everybody right now. How is the spring of 2021 going to be different for Mules football? Um, so as of right now, uh, it's been pretty normal as normal can be these days, <laughs> you know. Um, with COVID and everything, uh, there's still a lot of precaution with, um, you know, going to weights and having um, workouts be kind of split up with um, different groups to make sure that the numbers are um, – at a correct level for okay. all of the rules and stuff. But um, when we get out on the field, um, you know, it's just kind of normal, like a normal spring would go so far. So um, hopefully it continues that and we can um, continue improving and continue um, getting better for the season in the fall. And wh where are you at right now? Are you getting onto the field? Or are you still just kind of doing conditioning stuff, weight room stuff? Um, so we're doing uh, morning runs right now. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we lift. And we'll usually hit the field after that. But then Tuesday and Thursday afternoons, we um, we are with the coaches and we'll actually go through like a short intermediate uh, practice. So th those have been really good. And now you guys haven't played a game since, what was it, November, December yeah, 2019. It's so been what, uh, what have you been doing to, to keep in shape for the last, you know, year, year and a half now? Has um, there been a lot of stuff on your own, uh, team stuff? kind of picking up again a little bit of both um I try and you know stay in shape and continue throwing whether it be um here at UCM or back home throwing with um throw it deep 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I just continue to, you know, get in the weight room, build my strength, build my speed, um, continue throwing. Um, cause you know, you can't, uh, just stop throwing, you know, uh, you have to continue to, you know, perfect your craft and everything mm -hmm. you do. So, uh, throughout this time, I think that's the biggest thing that, um, came to my mind was just to keep continuing to practice and, you know, use this time to really hone in on your craft and, you know, don't think of it as a negative and kind of build off it as a positive. So how do you, how do you feel the other guys on the team have been, been doing with that as they kind of taken on that same attitude as yours? Have you seen them, you know, trying to get themselves better every day? Um, yeah, especially the young guys. Um, I think this is a great opportunity for them to, you know, get accustomed to the offense and start to put their heads in the playbook and really learn the ins and outs and all the little things because at the end of the day, the little things are what's going to, you know, take us from being a good team to a great team. So You, you said something earlier about throw it deep. What What is that? Um, It's a quarterback camp that I uh, usually go to back at home. Okay. Um, It's ran by Jeff Christensen. He's um, a pretty up-and-coming uh, quarterbacks coach. Um, he's actually coaching Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he coached Jimmy Garoppolo since he was, like, in high school. Um, Kirk Cousins, a few other uh, quarterbacks. But, yeah, so I usually have – I've been going there since my sophomore year of high school. So um, I'll go back there and work out with them and just, you know, work on my technique, throwing mm. and stuff like that. Kind of like so. an, an advanced camp for, you know, high school. And kind yeah, of you could say that. Play beyond high school. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it goes from anywhere from, like, they have kids there to college oh, okay. quarterbacks. So it's just a time to, you know, really focus in on um, the fundamentals of actually throwing a football and the proper way to do it. So, What, what would you say is your best skill set as a quarterback? You were kind of a dual threat when, you were, uh, when you've gotten your playing time, running and passing. What do you, what do you think yeah. is best at? What do you think you need to work on? Um, I think I would probably consider myself uh, – passing quarterback and uh you know I could be in the pocket or I can be mobile I'm kind of that dual threat uh type of quarterback but um what was the, your other question I'm sorry <laughs> uh I can't remember and we'll, we'll cut this here and we'll, and we'll start over again okay my bad <laughs> it's the beauty of not being live um uh, you said oh I said what, what do you what are you best at what do you need to work oh yeah on? What, do, what do I need to work on um I would probably just say I need to work on just those intermediate throws and kind of those level two balls where you have to kind of maybe possibly get it over a linebacker or, um, you know, try and fit it in those tight windows and just reading a defense and stuff like that. But, I mean, throughout my experience and everything like that, I feel like, you know, I – it's more of a mental game at this mm -hmm. point than it is physical just because I feel like I know what I have to do physically. It's just actually doing it now. So I'm excited to, you know, finally get that opportunity to finally put all my hard work um, into action. So and, and you've been here, I think this is your fifth year now. But yeah. this is going to be your first year. We have a new offensive coordinator, Lucas Luters, came for what was hopefully going to be the 2020 season. That yeah. never happened. So we still haven't. Uh, seen him coach in a game yet. Um, you know, what can you tell us about Coach Luters? How does his style fit you? How do you fit into his style? Yeah, Coach Luters is an awesome uh, coach. He came in with um, a lot of potential with the guys that we have. And um, 
he kind of has the same um, motto, similar to Coach Mack, where we want to move at a fast pace and move very efficiently and make the big plays when we have them, but stay efficient and um, just make get the get the ball in our play, uh, playmakers' hands, and uh, yeah, just let them make plays. Uh, but a big thing is um, execution and efficiency with him. Mm -hmm. So, but no, I uh, really enjoy him, and it's a slight change. But I mean, I think. I was kind of blessed to not have, you know, that many coaching changes while I was sure. here because usually there's a lot of uh, colleges that they'll wipe clean their coaches. But um, we've been lucky enough to keep a stable core throughout the coaching staff. So um, I think he'll fit right in with uh, what the Mules, um, you know, motto is and just uh, that explosive offense. And I'm excited to have him uh, lead it this year. So. Yeah, you, you mentioned, you know, coaching changes. People sometimes look at Division Two as kind of a stepping stone to, to somewhere else. The head coach gets a job here. Maybe they want a D1 job or an NFL job, so they don't necessarily stay here right. very long at, at this level. Our coaches, like you said, they, they've been here for quite a while. You haven't undergone many coaching changes. Obviously, Coach Vote have been here the whole time. You have uh, two offensive coordinators. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, so you, you've been with pretty much the same coaching staff. Um for, for five years, what what do you like about, you know, UCM? What made you come to UCM five years ago, and why are you still here five years later? Um, It's kind of crazy. Uh, so what, throughout my recruiting process, um, I had just finished my senior year of football in high school, and right after the football season, I actually ruptured my Achilles playing oh, in a turkey bowl. Devastating injury. Yeah. It's not a good one. Um, So that happened late November, and so – this was right around the recruiting process, and um, I was supposed to play in my basketball season that year too. And so, right after it happened, I had to call my uh, head coach from my basketball team mm -hmm. and let him know the news and everything. And so, um, that was kind of a really weird time in my life where there were a lot of unknown questions and questions I was wondering yeah. about, like you know, why did this injury have to happen to me and stuff like that, and. There were um, some schools that were interested in me, but then when they found out about my injury, they kind of took away their scholarship or, you know, became less interested mm -hmm. in me. And those you, things, those are hard to recover from. They did take yeah, a lot of time. For sure. And, um, you know, UCM and Coach McClung, our offensive line coach, he um, came to my house and, you know, told me about UCM and wanted me to come out for a visit. And, I mean, the rest is history. I mean, I came here. I loved the uh, jerseys, the facilities, mm -hmm. um, the environment. It just felt like home compared to, you know, the other schools that I was um, visiting. So it just felt right. And ironically enough, my grandpa has a brother who has a farm, like, right outside of town. And my grandpa actually went to school here. And really? he actually ran track. Yeah. Okay. Where, where's the, the farm at? Um, what kind of farm is it? It's a cow farm. But, um, yeah, it's like 15 minutes away from here. But, right. yeah, my grandpa, he ran uh, – he actually pole vaulted here and had the record here for a little bit. But oh, I didn't know any Coach of this. Coach see, yeah. see if he knows uh, who this guy is. Right. What's, what's his name? Bill Angel. Bill Angel, okay. Yeah, but um, ironically enough, like, I didn't know he went to school here when mm -hmm. I was getting recruited here. And so it's just crazy how – like God works and everything just falls into place. Yes, and that's a great story. I want to talk a little bit more about 
that Achilles injury, which I didn't know that you had. Yeah. Uh, what, did you did you need surgery on that? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I had surgery. Uh, I think like two or three days after it happened. Um, yeah, it was a complete rupture. Uh, it didn't roll up into my calf like most uh, mm-hmm. Achilles injuries do. But yeah, the recovery process was probably about I would say like eight to ten months. Yeah, that's they're long ones. It's it's hard to do anything when you when yeah. have an Achilles. Yeah, it was not fun, not fun at all. And when when did you finally feel? I mean, this is a while ago now that you were back to a hundred percent. I'm sure those first couple of times you tried yeah running on it, cutting on it, you were a little hesitant. Um, it's crazy. It was a long time ago, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. I mean, once I got to school here, um. I remember it being fine. I was going through, you know, red shirt lifts and workouts perfectly fine on it. But um, I just did a lot of uh, PT and uh, just strengthened it, doing a lot of, you know, jump roping and calf raises and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's better than ever now. Um, I don't even notice it. And, right. Um, but, yeah, the process coming back definitely, um, you know, strengthened me mentally and physically just throughout that whole process. Um, but, you know, I came to UCM with an open mind and the willingness to learn because I knew there was um, quarterbacks there back then, Garrett Fugate, mm-hmm. um, Eric Stevens, Shue, Brooke Bowles. Um, so I knew I had a lot of guys I could, um, you know, learn from. And so I was just, you know, that freshman redshirt year, I was just a sponge and just tried to, you know, gain as much knowledge as I could from those experienced quarterbacks. So Yeah, that's a, a great attitude to have, you know, an injury like that can really really put get someone down in the dumps and, and if they don't take it seriously, don't work hard enough to you know recover and, and rehab it, that can really affect their entire yeah, future. You for know, sure. It sounds like you had the right attitude to, to fight through that to, to get where you are today. Um, you mentioned some of those quarterbacks UCM had Fugate, Bowles, um, Steven Chu. Anyone in particular that kinda took you under their wing when, when you were first here um definitely Brooke mm-hmm. um and then we had another uh quarterback he didn't uh see the field as much but Brendan Zachary he was um sure. a good influence on me as well but yeah him and Brooke were um brothers to me still are we used to keep in touch to this day I was actually talking to Brooke before um I came on here but mm-hmm. um yeah they're great guys um since I was a redshirt freshman you know they took me under their wing and um, kind of showed me the ropes with, um, you know, the offense and um, just what uh, being a college athlete is like. And so um, I definitely have to give kudos to them because, you know, they definitely taught me a lot. And um, I would say Garrett taught me a lot, too. As I didn't really, you know, talk to him as much, but, you know, I was able to, you know, just watch him, watch how yeah. he moved. Um on and off the field and you know just take little uh little lessons and stuff like that from him but um yeah Brooke and Brendan were a uh, great uh role models for me uh as a incoming freshman and uh growing into UCM football and stuff yeah, Bre- like Brendan, that. Brendan of course Jalen Zachary's brother uh, yeah. it's always interesting especially on football teams with how how big they can be UCM you know typically ever since I've been here has had you know over 100 guys on a team um, and and obviously not all of them can see the field, and, right? And so you don't hear about stories like some of those guys, like Brandon Zachary, who yeah he didn't see the field, but he you know helped mold you into where you are today. And, and having those kind of behind the scenes moments that not everyone hears about, that's th- those are stories that I think are pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. 
yeah, they're awesome guys on and off the field. Um, yeah, shout out to them for sure. So you, you said you also played basketball in high school. Uh, yeah. You grew up in, what is it, the Hoffman Estates is a suburb of yeah. Chicago? Yeah, so it's about 45, 50 minutes from uh, downtown Chicago. Okay, so I think you're probably, first guess I've had that's really been uh, not, <laughs> not a, a country farm boy or something like that. Yeah. You grew up kind of like kind of in the city. What the what was it like growing up so close to Chicago? Um, you know, coming, being in Missouri for five years and then going back to Chicago really made me appreciate the city life and, Mm -hmm. um, the town that I was, you know, living in because coming here, like you can go anywhere and you're there in 15 minutes, but like going back home, you got to drive like, you know, 30 minutes to an hour to get to, you know, the city or, um, the next suburb or something like that. Well, Mm -hmm. not the next suburb, but. Um, you know, it's just a pretty big difference just cause there's a lot more people and people, you can't just walk into a room and everybody knows you, you know, it's kind yeah. of, uh, a little more spread out, but, um, I don't know. I kind of appreciate the small life kind of living out here, but I definitely am a city boy at heart. <laughs> no, I, I understand t- completely. I grew up on Long Island, uh, you know. 60 minute train ride into, into yeah. Manhattan. So I know all about city life and being in big cities. Um, something that I like to, I'm, I'm a city person myself, but, uh, yeah, there's something to be said about being small town, Warrensburg, you know, mm-hmm. middle of the country, things like that. Um, so you played basketball. Were there any other sports that you played in high school? No, I was Which just football and basketball. Yeah. Um, we were actually, uh, we went to the playoffs my senior year for football. We were six and three. And then, my senior year of uh, basketball, we were um, we were really good, and I was so mad that I wasn't able to play. But um, that year, I was um, basically a players' coach, and mm-hmm. so we ended up making it to like the um, the super sectional. So I think that's like the elite eight. Okay. And so we were really close to making it to the final four, and I felt like um, if I was a plan, we we would have made it all the way, but. <laughs> Um, no, that, that senior year of basketball, it really, um, you know, humbled me because I was on the sideline that whole, Mm -hmm. whole year. And, um, as a senior, you know, I had to, you know, um, teach and coach up some of the younger guys because we had a lot of young talent. Um, we had a guy, Ryan Davis, he's at, um, Vermont now and he plays basketball, college basketball there. And we have a, we had a point guard. His name was Jimmy Sotos. He's at, uh, Ohio state right now. And yeah, Ohio State, number four team in the country. <laughs> yeah, and so we had a lot of talent. And so, I mean, as a senior, I felt like it was only my job to, you know, kind of coach those guys up and be a leader on the team regardless of, you know, my situation. I had to kind of be selfless in that aspect and kind of help my team out because I knew the talent was there. And so I just wanted to, you know, see them be successful. So almost kind of similar situations with what we've got going on now. You know, you missed your – senior year of high school you're going to get another year here for football would 2020 have been your your last year here if you had played uh yeah yep okay, it would so have. almost almost the same situation where you, you missed that senior year luckily you know you're fortunate you get another chance to do that right um but having lived through that now you know how, how does that make you you know a better athlete a better person um you know it just makes me you know appreciate the times where you know, you're just practicing, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, you really have to focus in on, um, the details 
and you know not take practice for granted because the off season is really where um where champions are made and so it's those little times and little moments where no one's watching you that you really have to focus in and you know perfect your craft and study film and just focus on like your individual um skills especially and then you know those those times will really show in the season so i mean i'm just excited and blessed that um we have another opportunity to play in mm -hmm. 2021 um and so I just had to come back. I didn't want, you know, my senior year to end kind of how it did in right. high school. And so to be able to get another chance and end the season and end football and everything the way I wanted to and on my terms is just something that's indescribable for me. So and it, again, shows you have the, the right attitude about this, um, you know, coming back twice now. You, you've seen on multiple occasions how quickly things can get taken away from you. Yeah, um, for sure. So you're also, you know, the most experienced quarterback in the UCM locker room right now. Um, what kind of leadership role have you taken on? Have you, you know, been able to impart some of those uh, life lessons that you've learned from high school and, and from your five years here at UCM? Yeah, I mean, I just try and, um, you know, impact those guys in the QB room as much as I can. And not even just in the QB room, but just the team in general, you know, because... I feel like I have so like a lot of experience and a lot of um you know knowledge that I can give to them and I feel like it's you know kind of my job as a senior and as the most experienced person in the locker room to you know give my thoughts and feedback uh to those young guys and try and build them up to be the best quarterbacks they can be um because I know uh this might be my year but you know, it's going to be their year right around the corner. So mm -hmm. I just want to, you know, make them prepared and physically and mentally locked in as possible to, you know, carry out all their goals and achievements that they want. So kind of keeping that chain going from guys yeah, like sure. Fugate to Bowles mm -hmm. to, to yourself now to, to the next group. Exactly. And, you know, I want to talk a little bit more about the team now. Mules are set to lose a couple of offensive weapons to the draft, to graduation, you know, just life changing in general. Yeah. Um, who are some of the guys that are going to be kind of stepping up this year that maybe Mules fans aren't too familiar with just yet? Yeah, so um, we got a lot of hungry guys in that locker room. Um, we've always had a, a overload of talent, <laughs> but which isn't a bad thing. Um, but, yeah, we got some young, hungry guys that um, – are really looking for their opportunities. So um, some guys like Arkell Smith, uh, Zion, uh, we got some uh, younger guys that really didn't get as much uh, time last year, like uh, Trevor Tweehouse. Then we got uh, some experienced guys like Drew Slager, um, Cam Saunders, um, who else? Uh, we got uh, Moshe Rogers, um, JD, Sal. Yeah. I know the, the recruiting class, not this most recent one, the one before that was pretty big on, on wide receivers. So they're going to finally get their chance to, to maybe see the field this year. Any, any of them? You mentioned Moshe. Yeah, um, Moshe, uh, Arkell Smith, uh, Zion. He, uh, recently, he, uh, transferred and then came back here. So mm -hmm. he's going to be a big part in our offense as well. Um, 
obviously the big question who's going to take you know Zach Davidson's shoes as the yeah so we end. got um Corbin Gant he um he's going to be good for us uh he's uh, it's kind of hard to you know replace someone like Zach oh, who's no you know uh like a Swiss Army knife he can basically do anything but um we feel pretty confident in Corbin and um we got uh Malik as well and uh we have a transfer as well Jared so we have mm-hmm. some talent coming back um and some hungry guys that are willing to learn which is always good and so as long as they uh stick to what the coaches are teaching them and um continue to learn I think they're going to really be uh some big factors in our offense this year so awesome to hear um Zach of course you know I, I don't think you really threw to him much when you got most of your playing time in 18 I think he was mostly punting back then is that right yeah but is he you've seen him is he, is he an NFL talent Can you see oh him absolutely in that yeah Zach's a great guy and I think something that you know differentiates him from any other mule that had NFL talent is his mindset mm-hmm. um his mindset is so focused and so locked in on uh, achieving his goals and dreams that I think the sky's the limit for him because um, he's so versatile and so willing to, you know, give himself up for the greater good of the team. And he's always been that type of guy since, you know, I came in with him my freshman year. Um, there's a funny story I should I want to tell you about Zach. Um, so during our freshman lifts, um, we had to we had a partner that mm-hmm. we had to um, carry a 45 pound plate um, a mile. It was called the Green Mile, and um, I was running with my partner Kobe, and we were in first place the entire time. Mm-hmm. And so we were coming down the last stretch, and I'm running with the 45 uh, pound plate, and we're running, we're running, and then all of a sudden I look to my right and I see Zach Davidson just <laughs> toting the 45 pound plate, just knees up to his chest like just running like right past me yeah <laughs> and they their uh their team ended up winning that but i remember and knew that he was going to be great from that moment on that um he was special so shout out to zach yeah for sure definitely had a great mules career looking forward to seeing him play on on sundays now yeah but, absolutely uh, go, going back to to mules football do you know much about this latest recruiting class that we just uh you know an, announced in february um, I don't. Not yeah, yet. I'm okay. not familiar with them, but I sh- I'm sure we will once um they get uh on campus and stuff like that. But um, I'm excited. I heard there are some good talent in there, so mm-hmm. um, not very familiar with it, but uh, I'm excited to see what they what they'll bring to the table. Yeah, unlike last year where they weren't pretty hard on those skill position guys, I think this one really focused on the offensive and defensive line. So hopefully they get to get you some yeah, protection for sure. <laughs> Um, before the pandemic, Mules football they were really gaining some some good momentum. We had a, a a bowl game win, a playoff win, and now you know next time we play a, a meaningful game is going to be two years later. You know, how do you kind of keep up that positive attitude and keep that momentum going? Um, I think just staying with our core values. So some of our core values uh, is fate. So it's family, accountability, toughness, and execution. So as long as uh we keep those you know goals and those values um spread across the locker room on and off the court or on on and off the field um i think that you know the sky's the limit for the mules in 2021 because like i said before we have the talent 
Um, even though talent left, I mean it's college, so there's right. always going to be guys. Leaving. <laughs> yeah, there's always going to be guys leaving, new guys coming up. So um, we got a lot of hungry guys, offensively and defensively, that um, are ready for their opportunity. So um, yeah, I mean we're going to be definitely ready for this upcoming fall. Yeah, I know. I know. I am. Can't wait to see the mules back out on the field. Uh, turning our attention a little bit to you, kind of personally, you said this is going to be your last year. Do you have future plans for for once you're finished with uh with UCM? Um, yeah, I mean, I have uh, a few options uh or plans in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right now I'm doing an internship with OTG Sport Management. It stands for On the Go Sport Management, and so it's an NFL agency. Okay, and so. Um, you know, working with an agency has really taught me, uh, just like the research and stuff that you need to, um, work with like college recruiting and, uh, to try and build them up to the next level and, uh, all that potential. So I think it'd be cool to, you know, go into the agency, uh, life, but long-term, um, I would love to be like an operations manager for a professional team okay, or like a sponsorship activation, um, for a professional team, but. I mean, I know that's probably a little long-term, but uh, I just want to, you know, just be in some type of management role. Uh, I've been talking to Amazon, and so they asked me to do uh, be like an area manager for them. Okay. And so mm-hmm. uh, that's always an option. But, I mean, right now, I mean, I feel very confident that I can play football at the next level. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just putting all of my effort and focus on this upcoming season because I feel like if I, you know, am able to perform perform well mm-hmm. um, and, you know, get my guys the ball, that uh, there might that be opportunities. more football in your yeah. future. That, you know, that's, so, all, that's just the dream. Right. But, uh, it, you know, it sounds like you're setting up yourself well for, for whether you're playing, you know, beyond 2021 or, or not. And you just, do, do you want to stay in, in sports once your playing days are over? Um, yeah, definitely want to stay in sports, whether if I'm playing it or coaching it or trying to get guys to become professionals. Um, I think just being around sports Mm -hmm. is something that, um, I'm passionate about. And so I think that's definitely the goal. You know, I've seen you at the, at the multi recently at some Mules and Jenny's basketball games. Uh, Are you you kind of just a fan of all sports or? Um, yeah, definitely a basketball fan. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also doing it just to, you know, get some more experience just in a, a sport like facility and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so I think just gaining as much experience as I can throughout, um, my college years is just adding to, you know, my resume and stuff like that. So. You, are there any other Mules or Jenny's games you like uh, you like going to? Aside um, from basketball, I don't know if you've worked any. No, we really haven't. Had yeah, any so I, this is my first uh, first year working. Um, but yeah, I usually go to the basketball games. I've been to a few baseball games. Um, mm. But yeah, that's probably probably it. Okay, and you have you have some other hobbies that are outside of sports. Um, yeah, so I play Madden. Um, I like to hang out with uh, friends. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of a simple guy, especially sure. right now. <laughs> uh, school is kind of taking up a lot of that just cause I'm in, uh, master courses. So their mm-hmm. kind of workload is, you know, a little bit more heavy, but yeah, just focusing on football right now and, um, you know, playing games when I can and, um, just been 
hanging out. So, well, that, that's awesome, man, Kyle. I've, I've enjoyed talking with you. We're running out of time here. I'll give you the the last word if you got anything else you want to add. Um, yeah. Uh, shout out to my mom, my dad, my brother, all my cousins. Um, shout out to my grandma and my grandpa and my other grandma. Um, shout out to my great aunt. Um, I love you. Um, I know things are tough with you right now, but, um, you'll always be with me and I love you. Love all you guys. All right. For Kyle Bradley, our producer engineer, Evan Holmes, this has been the Roll Stable Podcast. Catch us next time on ucmathletics.com, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash ucmathletics, our mobile app, and all of our social media pages. Take care.